All right, greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Vassals of Kingsgrave for our discussion of uh, season one, the only season of um, the Disney Plus Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, TV show WandaVision. My name is Adam, and I will be your host for the evening, as well as David. Hi, David. David HHH on the Discord, the the forums, wherever the heck you want to find me. Matt? Hey, it's Matt number two. <laughs> Matt number two. <laughs> now of, like, what, four? <laughs> yeah, no, so I think more have, have come. <laughs> They're multiplying. <laughs> Uh, were there always two mats in your class in school? There were there were three. We went by our last names. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Amber. Hello, this is Amber Rock. Nice to have you with us, Amber and Jock. Hello, it's Jock. Monlo Jock too on the forums. Tired in your life. Um, okay, so uh, WandaVision is the, like I said, it's the first only season of, uh, it seems like, of the show. It's a uh, a new experiment uh, Kevin Feige and Marvel are doing, I guess, kind of. And, I mean, I, I say this, it's basically the first television show they've done in the MCU, which I know, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Netflix shows, people are going to kind of disagree on that, but... This is the first show that is intentionally part of the MCU, and they're sharing actors, and they're sharing storylines, and, and, and all of that's going on. And uh, it started off very weirdly. I mean, they did a two-episode premiere, I think, for a reason, um, but a two-episode premiere where nothing really happened for people that are uh, <laughs> like into the MCU, especially if they're not comic readers, were probably very confused. Uh, so uh, yeah. I, did see some, I did see some people that were like, this is garbage, you know, like, what's happening? You know, they need, like, you know, someone getting punched in the face or something. And, you know, that's probably what they showed up for. So I I sort of get that. But it was also a fun little jaunt through, uh, you know, TV history. And then they all kind of tied it together as to why that worked in the end. But uh, let's uh, let's start off uh, with, um, geez, I don't know. How many how many fake Pietros would you give? (laughs) Would you give this uh, this show? I'm going to say like a five out of five because it's exactly what I wanted. Um, what about you guys? Um, I don't know. I, I don't particularly, I'm not too interested in, in giving it like a serious grade, but it would be somewhere between like a four and a 4.75, I would say. (laughs) Um, I just really don't, I don't want to like pin it, pin it down. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like, like, you know, our, our arbitrary numbers don't really matter anyway right. it's like it's like it's like the applause meter you know basically um right yeah, yeah. whatever yeah there were well, other measures are perfectly objective the true <laughs> yeah and especially and i remember the, like the comments like for uh, like like during game of thrones is like how did you give this episode a 3.5 but that episode of 4.25 it's like i oh, wanted to you know, that episode actually is a better episode than this episode. I don't know. It's just the numbers. Just, <laughs> it just gives you something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we're not. I wanted we're, to. We're the, not the doing point, The points don't matter. <laughs> you know, Siskel and Eber just did like a thumbs up or thumbs down thing. I feel like they had the uh, the right, the right <laughs> attitude. Like, you need to listen to what I'm saying in order to understand how I actually felt. So, I need to know um, to the second decimal point what you thought. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I pretty much enjoyed it for me i'll probably give it 
somewhere between three and a half and four, say three and three quarters. It was it was good. It was enjoyable. I'm glad I watched it. Like, is it anything I'm ever going to rewatch? Probably not. Was it like groundbreaking and changed my life? No, but but I enjoyed it. So and, and in the middle of a pandemic, having something to watch and enjoy is a good thing. <laughs> I'll give it a three. No, sorry. Out of five. Four point six six six. We really enjoyed it. it. It's a little bit hard for me to sort of disentangle how much I enjoyed the show, which I really enjoyed it, with how much I enjoyed the experience of the show. Like, we ended up watching, after episode four, from, from four to the end, we watched every episode twice in a day. Like, or like the next day we would watch it mm. again a second time. I was mm. listening to Michal's um, Level 7 Access podcast. I was listening to Flash Film. We were watching Screen Crush and Emergency Awesome and all this stuff. Like, the whole experience of hearing what people had to say about it and um, all the theories and all that stuff, which I'm not a theorizer myself, but it was just really, really fun and exciting. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, always something new. Um, That said, it it definitely took me, the, the finale dropped it down a bit for me. And after watching it a second time, I definitely enjoyed it more on the second watch. But but overall, I'm still a little bit like I loved it, but um, it like points off to the Buick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable, understandable. I I feel like this is what you you hit on is exactly what Marvel's going for. Is I mean they've had like the Mandalorian. And they have this, you know, they kind of want eventually, I guess, like every Friday is going to be like Star Wars or Marvel, I guess, every week. Um, we'll see how long people put up with that. I mean, I'm into it, but like so far the people have loved it and they've they've manufactured in the age of, you know, binge watching um, appointment television, you know, basically that is usually reserved for like an HBO or I mean, your, right. your network shows and stuff nowadays, people like oh, I catch it on Netflix very few people are talking about shows that air week to week, um, except, a, you know, a select few. And this, they made it big. They made it grandiose. It helped that, like, theaters were closed and, uh, you know, they were, they gave the Marvel Universe a rest, which they weren't necessarily intending on, but I think it probably needed. And uh, people were like, oh, I'm hungry for it. Like, what's happening? Oh, my gosh, there's an, there's an Avenger in my home on this Disney Channel? Like, sure. Um <laughs> It's yeah, it's it's just interesting, and it's a different show than like we have we watch a lot of great Netflix shows that we watch in a weekend and we chat up and we move on and they're great, but the pacing of the discussion is very different because mm-hmm. it's like oh hey what episode are you on what you know like you feel like right. you can't talk with anyone unless oh wait hey we we both finished it but this guy over here is in episode three and you're kind of like oh you know because it hasn't been that long you can't expect everyone right. to watch stuff right away but right. a week-to-week show is like hey you current okay like now we can talk and everyone yeah. kind of has that conversation um, right you, you don't have to have that work discussion of oh shit i overheard you say that thing don't, shut up shut up shut up don't i don't right. want to hear it <laughs> yeah but you, but you have to have a product that gets people engaged and excited that way and as much as we hate sequels and you know bringing you know you know established ip to life sometimes as like not being super creative like that is the stuff that really gets people in right now um and, and they, did, they did a great job of it 
I think there are a lot of people that were not familiar with this story, but like, you know, have been brought in by the Avengers movie or even people that read comics that like probably never read, um, read the story. Cause it's quite a long time ago. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, all the theorizing what's going to happen and you know, that, that, that's all fun. You know, at the, at the end of the day, you're like, eh, they're probably not going to do this. They're probably not going to do that. You know, people thought like, oh, well, Dr. Strange has got to show up for the finale. I'm like, well, that'd be cool. But, you know, didn't expect it didn't happen, you know. Oh, God, so, one guy one guy at work every week, because I always watch it before he does, would be like, did you watch it? Is Magneto in it? Is Magneto yeah. in it? Especially as soon no, as Pietro came back. As soon as Pietro came back, they were all like, is, is yeah. Magneto in it? I'm like, no, we're not there yet. I guess my no, expectations no, really, was he? were were not not quite so meteoric. Um, <laughs> 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 like some some things, you know, they're just not going to do because um, it's hard to hide casting, which, I mean, I guess they were able to do that somewhat with uh, Mandalorian. But uh, <laughs> there's certain things they're going to save. Yeah, that that was a that was an interesting reveal. So well, I mean, where I think the show really shined is uh, the character work is giving Elizabeth Olsen a chance to run through a whole range of emotions. And that accent does really come and go. But um, <laughs> like she she's she 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 was showcased in a great way. And then Paul Bettany as well. Um, who's, you know, been this like emotionless vision, like just, uh, I think he had, had a lot of fun in this role. So I was, I mean, I think to me that whole dynamic was, was delightful, even though I didn't know what was going on. And we start off with like, who's doing this to you, Wanda? And we're like, what, you know, like is, you know, I, I had some clues of where it might go, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that they brought in the outside world they brought in the sword all this stuff like in a whole episode and kind of tried to explain it to you and gave you a picture of sort of what's going on in the world um even if they didn't fully explain you know the entirety of it pretty much ever but uh <laughs> you know and it had some good twists so you know and it, everyone's and looking like... for mephisto or for some big right. bad and they bring in the old witch you know who in the comic books looks like a granny so right you know, um yeah so what did you guys think um, mostly about the, the character arcs? Was it satisfying to you? Yeah, I think overall the the focus on um, Wanda and Vision um, and, and even Agatha, you know, they were the, the three main characters and they all got the kind of appropriate screen time and, and arc that they deserved um, and kind of I enjoyed everything that happened with that. Um, and the, it was nice to see the, the side characters as well. You know, you always, you always want, I feel like, you know, matter, no matter what show you're watching, when it gets to the end, you always just want like a little, it's like, oh, it could be a little more of this, a little more of that. Um, right. yeah, I think, I think that's where, um, um, in, in some ways this highlights what the, this TV show format where now we've got Loki and these other people, um, can do better than the movies can. And I mean that we got right. some of it here, but then obviously we couldn't do everything with, you know, we're going to have these side characters that maybe we'll get more into the films later, but it gives you a lot more time. Like, I mean, the Wanda vision thing in Avengers shows up in infinity war and, uh, like they, that just really all happened off screen. Like that wasn't necessarily hinted at in like civil war, like it is, or, you know, and they're just, and you just like okay I buy that you know whatever, but this actually spent time like living with it and giving them the the space they deserve. Yeah, like in the Avengers movies, we didn't really see a relationship happening. We just know that it happened. We never yeah, saw it yeah. happen. And they were gone for like several years, I think, from the from the films, right? And then just popped back in. So I did hear today, and I don't know 
the veracity, but that there were supposed to be that there there were supposed to be further arcs or whatever with um I think all the side characters, but COVID sort of sidelined that because they didn't really have time. Oh, yeah, I, I guess it felt like once um, once the like the the hex expanded and um, you know like Darcy and some people were in there, they just sort of disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, you know, basically Jimmy and and Darcy kind of disappeared toward the end, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they just kind of, they only had a few little things, and even Monica did too, but. The like the show did enough it, that it needed to with Monica with just setting her up for for Captain Marvel too. Right. Yeah. It felt like obvious like world building to the larger MCU, but like I think we talked we were talking about this earlier in the thread about like you know the the Marvel movies and I thought like Iron Man two to me was like not a great movie. I didn't enjoy it as much mostly because it felt like they were really trying to force you know all this stuff in there to like make sure you watch this next movie you know Avengers Thor all this stuff. Um, but this is like, yeah, it's in there and it, it mostly feels pretty natural now. Like you've got an agency in and you know, you've got these characters, some of them we've never met are being introduced here. Some of them we have, and it's kind of funny. Like, um, you know, uh, I mean, they, they did bring in like kind of two comedy relief characters, I guess, from, from Ant-Man and Thor, but still, you know, I mean, you, you gotta have that, especially with, um, how dark this kind of ends up being. Uh, like I do like the consequences at the end that like you see that uh, like Wanda sort of did this but like wasn't really intending this and these people were tortured and like miserable and were aware that it was going on even though um, their minds were being damaged some of them couldn't even really hardly remember who they were like and she leaves and they're not like oh cool they're you know they're afraid of her they're um yeah she definitely definitely gets some some glances which will probably be how they see kind of like the the hatred of mutants in the mcu or whatever if that's the uh the angle they're going with but you know it could have been a story where you know she snaps her fingers and no one remembers what happened during that whole time and you know they didn't go that way which i think is the the right call but i thought consequences 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 and i thought it was interesting how how many twists and turns there were in this, which I wasn't really expecting. I mean, you've got the villain reveal and all that, but little things like, um, like when the white vision showed up, I was like, Oh wait, like, didn't she steal his body and it's in there? Right. Like, and she morphed it into this vision thing. Like, no, she didn't even steal the body. She just like made, pulled him out of thin air. Um, and then it was like, well, what is he? And then they have that whole existential conversation when, <laughs> during right. their battle, which is interesting. And uh, we'll see white vision again. Is maybe he's like regaining his memory, but not necessarily his soul, uh, possibly. But or maybe just the other way around. Yeah. Or yeah. But little stuff like that um, that I, I guess I wasn't really expecting, like uh, you know Pietro showing up, who is not right. Pietro, who right. a lot of people with the, I think that was a disappointment in the finale. They're like, what the yeah. fuck was this? Just some random dude. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was a random dude. But like, the joke was for the audience, like, hey, you know about those you know about those Fox movies and we brought the same right. guy in like wink, wink, which is very in world is very weird. It doesn't make any sense, but it would have been, it would have been more sense if he was pulled from a different dimension or something silly. But, uh, right. 
they were like, no, no, we just we just wanted you to see something and be confused. And, you know, it, it was a good, you know, misdirect. It was it was well, very meta, a very meta misdirect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Feige is trolling. Evan Peters is always awesome. Right. And it's a bummer that he just turned out yeah. to be boner guy, but it was he's still great and very entertaining. So. I mean, he's. I mean, I honestly prefer his his uh, his Quicksilver to um. What is that guy's name? Johnson or Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Taylor Aaron, Johnson. Aaron Johnson, no. who uh, who's kind of you know faded out oddly. Right. I thought that they would bring his character back. I haven't seen him in much either, but I thought they would bring his character back, or there'd be flashbacks or something, and. And he just, I guess, having a speedster, just in general, makes, you know, sometimes makes uh, tension hard because they can, you know, deal with a lot of stuff. But, I just uh, wanted to see Aaron Taylor Johnson back because he's hot as hell. <laughs> you, 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 you wanted that skin tight Under Armour suit and that accent back. <laughs> the bad yeah. accent, yeah. <laughs> My yeah, and I, mentioned at one point that like. Like, when Ultron came out, that, like, oh, he's, like, super speed. He's sort of like Wolverine, where, like, he has fast metabolism. And I really took that, and for about four years, I, I just expected to see him everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then we didn't. I feel well, I think the main thing is that they had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which came out around the same time. And so you had Coulson, who was from the movies, that was revived. And you're like, well, he's going to show back up in the in the movies, and it never happens. And they that show eventually ends up in an alternate world and all that. Um, spoilers or whatever. But you're like, well, they had this. The, you know, the whole excuse is they had this protocol for potentially you know reviving a dead Avenger to you know bring back you know a champion, and they you know they used it on him. So like, oh, well, couldn't they use it on Quicksilver? They're going to they you know he's going to show up and he's going to say I've got Quicksilver, and it just never. They like they had no interest in doing that or. Or it might have decided against it. I don't know. To be honest, it might have just been a handshake thing, because just because the Evan Peters character with with Fox was so popular, so they might they might have just mm. like said behind the scenes like, "Hey, you guys can have Quicksilver, and we'll take we'll take Wanda with what we're doing." Right. Like that's yeah, always well, the, the complication. I think that was the speculation at the time was because they had the two Quicksilvers, and they were like, "Oh, we'll we'll just kill ours off real quick," so that, you know. And that might have been a thing to say, like, yeah, you, you, exactly right, because Wanda isn't really in those X-Men movies. I mean, she is, but she's never named, and she's, like, five years old or something, right? So, yeah. I also feel like the main reason they killed him off in the movie was so that there could be a consequences, because to have all these big, huge battles and no one ever dies is kind of silly. Yeah. So and it was like, hey, we Hawkeye get to have consequences. kind of cheap, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, so we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Um, that really, uh, I know this, this was, was a, a heavy subject for Amber. Um, Wanda drives a Buick. <laughs> a maroon Buick. <laughs> so I, I, like I, black or. Is it weird to see Avengers just driving normal ass cars? Or is yes. it weird because it's a Buick? Oh. <laughs> so to me, like, uh, like half the cars don't have logos, and I don't really care. Like, I feel Mostly like they're Audis. Yeah, I like, feel like Audis always been the sponsor. Right. Like almost every Iron Man movie has some like Tony Stark, or Avengers movie has like a Tony Stark edition of some car that comes out. 
Um, and but then you're like, well, that's something Tony Stark would drive. But also in the movie, he's got a kit in it with like a there's like a suit in it or it can fly or it can do something, you know, or like um, what's his name? Uh, Nick Fury has an SUV that like has like armor and defense systems. So I sort of expect like, oh, well, if Wanda's got a car, it, like at least it flies or like it drives itself or something. And like it just looks like she just went to the lot and got a car. Um, which I, you know, I don't care what brand it is. I mean, it can be a Buick, but like, if it hovers, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. You know, um, if it was a motorcycle, we'd be like, oh yeah, of course, superheroes drive motorcycles. But with a car, we're kind of like, well, what was the, you know, what happens if she's attacked? <laughs> um, she flies out of the car. Also kind of shows the lack of imagination. Yeah, well, I mean, a, a lack of imagination, but I think more of a love of money, because I, I guarantee that's product placement. Sucks. but like couldn't you like again yeah. couldn't you make the Buick do something maybe they don't have the budget but like just show me that like she sits was, there and, and falls asleep and the car drives for her just show me something I and think I go, it was oh. trying to be normal like a, a, a thing yeah, yeah. there you, know? you go I think it's that's a, what it's they a were normal going. suburban car and she was going to her normal suburban exactly. lot that Vision was going to buy her and I did kind of get that feeling but at the same time it I, I immediately was like oh product placement you know it was like the one thing that maybe did take me out of it, but I mean, it was fine. Just whatever. What are the cars that Captain Marvel wrecks? The cars? Yeah, she's in. You know, oh, like, yes, where she's like. Or Kia's or something. And she's she's like, like, you want to make a bold choice by this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know the commercials, but I don't know what brand that is. I'm not in the market for a new car. I just don't think that we've seen anybody who doesn't fly or who who can fly with their body. And granted, like yes, groceries are a thing. Uh, <laughs> right. But but like well, but Iron Man like moment. drives a fair amount. You like, know, he's he got the suit, fly but without like his body. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess because like we don't see Vision like you know in the passenger seat. Um, right. Of an ice cream truck. I feel like right. Iron Man is the type, though. Like I think Tony Stark is the type who would want a cool car to drive around just to like, just to do it. You know what I mean? It's fun. <laughs> so that, it's exciting. That totally fits. It totally fits his yeah. personality. It's arc reactor powered. You know whatever. But, um, <laughs> what about what about uh, Vision's sweater wardrobe? Man, <laughs> on point. He looks good in a sweater. <laughs> I mean, like, I do love how it how easily it shifted to like they're black and white, and then oh, he's got the human face, he's got the vision face. It just sort of like it was very like fluid, and you're like, no one is paying attention to this. And Wanda didn't even seem to know, and I think she was kind of under her own spell for a lot of this. But then like oh, it becomes color, and everyone's like, what does that mean? And you know, just all kinds of weird stuff. But the vision stuff is like sometimes he hid his face, and other times he did. Same thing with the magic. He hid the ma- she hid the magic, then she didn't, and then they were like, uh, we're just not gonna do that anymore. Like it's, it was just very um very fun the way they handled that. But I do think that uh, there were some people that were like, you know, watch the the premiere and they're like, uh, what is going on, Adam? I can't do this. And I was like, you know what, just skip ahead to like the fourth episode. I mean, honestly. Um you know, I, I enjoyed all of that, but I understand that you don't want to watch like reruns of I Love Lucy and Dick Van Dyke. And, you know, if you're just like we too confused them. by that. <laughs> but but going back after after the reveal, I think going back and watching those, you go, oh, you know, especially looking at Agnes. 
because something was always a little weird, you know. And then later on, she becomes like Juicy Agnes, where she's like, where she's like the, the like, you know, hip hot neighbor to like, oh, what's going on with him? You know, it just seemed like it was off Wanda's script, like even before the reveal. So it was very confusing. But I do, I do find it heartbreaking and I guess kind of sweet that like they learn English by watching old American shows, which I think is a very foreign thing i mean i've heard people do that they watch american tv and learn english but it's like a box of like vhs and dvds of like nothing like great necessarily not like not like these aren't like you know iconic shows but maybe not the stuff you would expect it's like really old stuff that's you know like do they even make that anymore type stuff um i mean i would expect that like in the 80s or 90s but nowadays you're like doesn't everybody have access to like newer stuff. In the well, I mean, that was over or... a decade ago when she watched that stuff. So. It would be like, yeah, like mid two thousands or whatever. And I, I guess she was a kid. Sokovia remember, so. is supposed to be. It's not a real Back. place, so kind of backwards a little. Bit. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some country that you could say it's equivalent to, but you really can't. Um, they At have least technology, but they're <laughs> well. I mean, uh, I, maybe not, but like they're constantly in 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 a state of war. I could think of a couple, you know, Eastern Bloc countries that are sort of, you know, have constantly been having issues and would make it hard for people to prosper. So, you know, I think that's that's the general idea, and I guess that means you know they're not going to have Blu-ray players and Wi-Fi and all that. But you know, like Dick Van Dyke is your favorite, really? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> hey. The heart wants what it wants. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, in term. Oh no, go ahead, David. Well, I was just gonna. I, I was gonna kind of change t- subjects there a minute. So if you want to keep going on that, that's fine. I mean, I was go- gonna transfer over to like basically yeah, talking about kind of the the slower opening um, of the show. I mean, for, like for me, that's just kind of what I was ex- I was expecting, like. Right the show to start off slow and that, yeah. that, you know, that there was going to be a mystery given the probability of, of Wanda's kind of creation of, of the hex. Um, and that they were, you know, it was going to take time to reveal that. So, I mean, like it sucks. You have to wait three weeks for that, but it was, it was at least yeah. expected, expected on my end. I mean, they, like I said, they gave us those first two episodes, I think to, to kind of get that out of the way and let people know, like, here's what's going on. But maybe they should have given us the next week, episode three and four, instead of like three then four. That might have might have worked a little better for some people. But because I feel like after episode three, the second week is when people were like, eh, like that's what I heard a lot of people being like, what what the hell is with this show? You know, and you're like, I don't just keep watching. I think I know what's going on, but I don't know. Like right. I think something's probably gonna happen. You know, and it turns out to be kind of required viewing, I think, for the MCU or at least. Um, the, the latter half of the season is probably good to know exactly what happened or else you're going to be real confused at some point. I do kind of feel like I don't know that the, the week-to-week format benefits this show. As much as I did have fun with, like, chatting with people about it and listening to 10 million theory videos or whatever, but I kind of feel like all that did was build up expectations that was impossible to fulfill and so whereas like a lot of people sort of fell off at the beginning because they're like well I don't want to wait a week to watch you know uh, that fucking family 
the Brady Bunch. <laughs> right. You know, like, oh, right. this is kind of boring. I don't need to wait for that. I kind of fell off at the end a little bit where I was like, I was waiting for something that didn't actually happen. And I, I, I think overall my enjoyment might have been, as much as I loved it, I think my enjoyment of the series as a whole would have been greater if I could have just watched it. If you just binged. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I told some people that, like, I was like, wait wait until it's out and watch it all at once, you know, if, if it's not really, like, to, you know, because that's a valid option for people, too. But, you know, I mean, come on, man. You know, eventually they get to Malcolm in Middle. I mean, you know, um, <laughs> it does, it's not all... <laughs> it's not all uh, and, like, the, the, the sitcom openings were, were very fun and wardrobe changes and all that. And then the kids and... I mean, I thought the Halloween episode was great, especially because... The costumes. Started, the costumes were fun, and then you started to see things break down, and mm-hmm. then like you realize like, well, she's not in one part of town, and, and people are just like trapped, frozen, frozen, doing nothing. Yeah, and you're like, oh boy, um, yeah, it was like in the the finale episode where um, where the one lady's like wakes up and she's like, can you can you can you write my daughter into the script, please, like, and let her leave her room. I'm very worried. Like, she needs to eat. Like you're like oh my gosh like this is like her horrifying and I mean obviously she found it horrifying too she had no idea that this is this is what had happened she done but, what she done <laughs> yeah yeah I do think though like when we talk about you know does does streaming you know weekly work better or binging I mean I feel like if you're Disney your goal behind this ultimately doesn't matter so much what people think of it when it's all over what matters is I, we want to get people's attention. We want to get subscribers. We want to get people not canceling their subscription. And you if, want people got, talking. If yeah. you've got people talking every single week about it, and you've got articles and all the media about it, which which surely they did, then I mean that alone is a success, even if in the end they hated it. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, you're, I, guess, you're I guess you right. could make the Game of Thrones argument to the opposite, but I mean, ultimately they did their. It, it brought people in. It got subscribers. It got people to want to watch. And it got people to be glad they had Disney Plus, which is kind of the point. Because <laughs> if you're asking people, you know, at work or whatever and saying, what is happening? And they're, they're seeing articles and right. and then there are, I mean, there are people that are sure that I'm sure are like, oh, I guess I got to I got to try this Disney Plus thing for sure. Right. You know, like with Mandalorian, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. So whatever whatever your kind of like Disney poison is, you know, they'll get you eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I think I think you're right. I, I, I don't really criticize the ending as much as some people I, I know a lot of people felt disappointed but i guess it's just expectations and i don't know what everyone's expectations are different so um i'm just expecting like this is going to transition into something for you know dr strange or for the next movie um and we got to spend a lot of time with two characters that didn't get a lot of screen time right uh, two actors that we didn't really see a ton of they, they were mostly utility in the movies especially like i mean Wanda was pretty much all about, you know, destroying shit, and then, you know, she was gone through Endgame, showed up at the final battle, um, Vision was sidelined for most of it, you know. Vision was basically just there for his stone. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't really explore his character much in Age of Ultron or in, um, in, uh, Civil War. We get a little bit in Civil War, that's probably the most we get out of him, but other than he has that fight with Wanda, and then, like, you know, he shows up at the airport fighting and, you know, cripples um roads so you know what an asshole anyway (laughs) (laughs) white vision has a lot to answer for okay (laughs) just just to say um 
But yeah, I mean, the, like that was a, I think White Vision was like the '80s, most of the '80s, I think. And they like they made like the West Coast Avengers, and you had him and Scarlet Witch, and um, War Machine and was out there, and, and that's like when the, the kids Hawkeye, and, yeah. They were like, we need uh, superheroes that aren't based in New York. Like we need someone in you know on the West Coast, you know, for for those readers, because like most superheroes are either New York or you know some sort of version of New York or I think Gotham is mostly kind of like Chicago, right? So no, I, think, I think Gotham and, the East Coast. and Metropolis are supposed to be New York, both of them. Well, I mean, like Gotham is more based on Chicago, but then when they show them on maps, sometimes you're like, sometimes they have Gotham like in the middle of the country where Chicago would be, and sometimes they have it right next to Metropolis, like New York as like a sister city almost. Mm-hmm. So they can't decide where they want it. But originally in the comics, it was New York. You're like, wait, Superman is like, like a minute away and he lets right. that city go to shit. <laughs> he just lets Batman deal with it. Like what the hell? Yeah. Well, what I mean, you know, in the comics, the whole reason they made Gotham and Metropolis was because you wanted to be able to have the mayor come in and not be sued, you know, for having him be corrupt. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, Marvel went the other way where they wanted their heroes and, you know, they wanted them in New, New York, York or LA or, you know, yep. they, they wanted them in a real life, you know, location. And, um, Unless you want a second or third world country and then you fake it. <laughs> uh, they didn't always, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fake fake countries let you do shit, but then you know you still get in still get in trouble. You know. They, you know. Anyway, um what else? I just want to shout out Next Doria. They did the coming to America too. Yeah. Uh what you oh you watched it too? Because Wesley Snipes kills that shit just saying <laughs> if uh if you haven't seen coming to america 2 and you love coming to america it is amazing um there are very few sequels especially you know 30 years later that give you that same feeling and more or less live up to the original uh, i i was expecting like oh this is going to be trash like what they've done with a lot of these like like the bill and ted sequel and stuff where you were kind of like okay like this is just doesn't feel the same you know um, I was very surprised. Eddie Murphy uh, and freaking Wesley Snipes kills it. So it's very surprising. Anyway, spoilers for coming to America. Oh, sorry. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we'll that's all we'll say. Spoilers so it's fucking awesome. At the end of the day, uh, Vision, or as he calls himself, Conditional Vision. Uh, <laughs> what like what do you think? Do you think it was completely? Uh, a manifestation of Wanda's psyche because unlike everyone else like he keeps moving when he's not around her when she's not sort of focused on him do you think she pulled his his spirit his soul you know his essence you know back into this into this area like like what do you think he was uh I'm I'm pretty sure there's like a line towards the end where she pretty much says like he's kind of a combination of like Right. Her memories and like a piece yeah. of the the mind stone that's kind of like embedded the mind stone in, that, that made her that or unlocked her powers or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I don't know because it it's because he doesn't have his own memories, but he has his own will. It's very weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has a he has a similar personality, just kind of right. like without the the memories. 
what leads to the parallel question of what about the kids? Where did they come from? Were they completely from her mind or her powers? Yeah, I think I think she seems so. in the comics. Them, yeah, in comics them out of thin air. So. Right. Yeah. It's just that with with kind of the post credit scene, you know, they could still they could yeah. still go the Mephisto route with that. That's what I'm wondering. It's pretty is, easy it, to retcon, right? Yeah. Yeah. People have said um, with the post credit scene, they're like, well, it's just showing, you know, because there's that scene in Doctor Strange where he's like reading books and with his astral, he's like multitasking, you know? Right. And they're like, that's all it is. It's just showing she's super powerful. You know, she's she's learning the dark arts while having a mug of coffee in the mountains, which I'm assuming that's supposed to be Wondegore Mountain. I'm hoping, you know, who knows? But I mean, then like you hear the, the whisper of the kids and they're like, well, that just means she's just remembering the kids. And I'm like, I don't think right. so. Like, I think that? whatever she create, I, I mean, there are a bunch of people that are like, it means nothing. Because um, <laughs> maybe because they were like, the ending didn't happen how I wanted. So like that, that, that doesn't mean anything. Right. But I think those kids are somewhere. Uh, if not like, you know, a Mephisto thing, because someone said like, you know, like in China, you can't have the devil in anything. So like maybe they would never do Mephisto because then it wouldn't be able to play in China. You know, I'm like, now we're thinking maybe about that. they'll do the Elder God of Chaos instead. Since it's, uh, well, you can just not have him have horns was... and stuff, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's ways to get around that. Yeah, but e- either way, I-, I feel like the kids are going to show up mostly because one of the other series that they're working on is um, Haley Steinfeld is doing, um, what is it called? Uh, she's Kate what? Bishop. The she's Hawkeye like, stuff. Yeah, yeah like young young Hawkeye. So you've already got potentially um, Ant-Man's daughter who becomes, you know, Stature, who's like a yeah, giant woman. Ca- um, yeah, and then so you've got these kids. Like you're basically halfway to Young Avengers uh, in, you know, <laughs> five, six years, whatever, you know, whenever they – feel like doing that so i, I feel like that's yeah, iron heart towards too yeah iron heart so i mean you really just need like a young you need patriot or, or some sort of young kind of captain america figure and you know you basically get you know got a nice little setup there so mm-hmm. I, I think the kids will show up i don't know if it'll be like the same actors at all because even if they do that in four or five years i don't know if those kids will be old enough but, uh, yeah, they, they could. Well, they could how old do they look? Like eight or nine? No, the. the I mean, if yeah. if they're gonna bring, um, like Wanda's kids in for like full, they'll just age them up some more. Like they'll yeah. they'll just they'll cast new recast actors for those yeah, for those really. kids if they actually want them, you know, as heroes or whatever. Um, because yeah, like I mean, they they recast, um, you know, Cassie going into the Ant Man thing to specifically right. have her around for longer, and yeah, obviously. Um, I mean, although although production on on Hawkeye is, I, I still am not, you know, is still like facing its own <laughs> issues. Like <laughs> Haley Steinfeld is clear is clearly the correct choice for that role. Yeah, I mean, she's 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 great uh, in pretty much everything. I was um, watching uh, season two of um, Dickinson, the, the Emily, Dick, yeah, the Dickinson, yeah, um, and just I don't know, I just that uh, cracks me up. I don't know historical comedy. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that great. post-credit sequence was meant to just be a cool little haha at the end, or do you think it was like many of their post-credits in the movies, like 
we're getting ready. This is going just this story will be continued in the next show, movie, whatever. Yeah, Not the I next think it's, one, but one. I think it's like the the one with Wanda, the post credit yeah. scene with her. Or, yeah, right. I mean both. Like one leads to Captain Marvel two, and the other leads to Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah, I mean um, so because we already got it was at the end of um, it was at the end of Spider Man Far From Home where you had the real Nick Fury who was like vacationing right. on like right. the scroll satellite maybe is what that mm-hmm. looked like. Yep. Which is like in the comic books, the sword, you know, headquarters is actually a satellite because they're in charge of, you know, all things alien, basically, like the the alien version of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, you know, they, it seems like they're about to get an upgrade. Yeah, or maybe I, some of them already have. I assumed that stuff was go, was leading into Secret War, but I'm wondering, like, the, the stuff with Wanda. And I don't know how kids. they would do Secret War, though. but they've all they've also made it hard. Like, you can't do scroll invasion either. Because they've made the scroll the uh, like a kind kind of underdog character instead of like the massive scroll empire that like dominates people. Right. So, I mean, but they just I, they I do might, wonder. Well, what they can do anything they want. They do for do us. They can do anything right, they want. Right. They just do it different than we expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which they will have to anyway. So. They can call it something, and then it doesn't resemble the thing they call it. You know, that's fine. <laughs> that's kind of what Civil War was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Civil War, like they sort of had like. The registration thing was kind of um, the issue, and they very stupidly. Uh, that issue is always very stupid in comic books. It's like we need to know who everyone is and have them work for the government. And I think um, I don't know if any yeah. of you guys watched Young Justice, but like I think they did a good job with their third season, where it's like the Justice League has to report to the UN about everything, and Lex Luthor is the uh, like he's the head of like the UN Security Council. So like they're like we basically are never allowed to do anything anymore. <laughs> Because like he won't he won't send them to do anything, so they have to have like a covert uh, a covert group to get stuff done. Yeah. Right, yeah, especially like when you you know portray like every government agency like in your universe as like really you know either yeah. shitty or like really bad at their jobs. <laughs> right, like Shield <laughs> was, Shield was like your best. It has all your best people in it, and then it was like, oh my gosh, there's so much Hydra here. Oh wait, <laughs> half of them are Hydra, it does, which doesn't make any sense, but still bad. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And what I always found weird is. Is that was a great twist. The MCU has a way of giving us these twists that completely turn things on their head, and you know you don't expect it um, based on like the comic book lore or anything. But then like then they were like, well, we've got this show about the Agents of Shield. Like, what the hell is happening? You know, it was right. this this whole big con. And then like I, in that show, several times they're like, Shield is back, but it's secret, or Shield's back, but it's public. And you're like, right. then you go watch a movie, and you're like, there's no Shield still. Right. You know, so like it, it does seem weird that there isn't some, you know, it, something like Shield that exists to to police the heroes, to police the villains. I mean, it's just it's the kind of group that makes sense in this world. And but then we see, you know, Nick Fury sort of running off on his own, and then he has resources, and it's just very confusing that they never reformed any of these agencies. Um, and Sword, like I don't know. Hopefully, we'll we'll get more on them as to exactly what they do or or don't do, but. There's a lot in the five years, I think. They're probably that's probably when they, you know, were formed. But there's a lot in that five year gap that probably while it was sort of quiet, that a bunch of weird shit happened. There's plenty of uh, plenty of time for them to play around with the narratives. Yeah, exactly. Because um, yeah, like actually one one of the few things that um, like annoyed me in the show was basically everything about like Hayward's character, just because he yeah. was such a he was such like a stereotypical like 
know, yeah. shitty, shitty government dude. Yep. Um, you know, and, and you like, had, if you, you just had... listen to what I'm saying about this evidence right in front of you, it'll help us solve this problem. Absolutely not. We're doing yeah. it my way. Wait, what? And, yeah, and, and you've like, and you've had like whole movies, you know, and multiple movies like previously in the MCU right. that like, uh, you know, done this similar storyline with like clearly like, you know, the the government. It's just it's just bad, you know. The government agency is bad, and you had the whole lesson of Shield, and yet, you know, he d- didn't seem to learn any of it with like creating Sword. Um, You're like, so yeah, for, was... for once, could uh could the could the guy show up and have the wrong idea and be like, I want to weaponize Vision, and then go, oh, you know what? That's yeah. a bad idea. Um, what's your plan? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. No. <laughs> He's like, no one's gonna ever know. I'm gonna get this weapon back, and like. Like, was that even if he was successful? Like, how was that going to work for him? Like, yeah. The one, the one good thing is just how like easily and perfunctory he was like dispatched in the finale. Like, you're not important. Right. I feel like (laughs) I feel like his dad had some connections that got him that job. Just. (laughs) I but I have a question about Hayward. Yeah. What was he actually being arrested for? Was he just (laughs) Trying to murder fake children. Like, I mean, yeah, like he straight he straight up came out of a car and shot. Yeah, I mean, he straight up came out of the car and shot at the two children. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you can't just open fire on children in broad daylight. Yeah, and and uh, and uh, Monica was right in front of him, and right. he like launched a, a missile into the town just to see what would happen. Um, I could try to think, what else did he do? <laughs> you know. I, just, uh, I mean, granted, Amber, you're right. It seemed like he was kind of a scapegoat for the he You're like, he would be put on administrative okay duty, and, like, they'd have a trial a year later. Um, he would be paid, he'd be the, paid whole the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you guys are absolutely right on that. But, but yeah, in this, in yeah. this world, they're just going to get rid of him. Yeah, and the thing is, is he wasn't Unless even necessarily unlikable as, like, a person. It's just like all of his ideas were shitty and bad, you know, like he could have easily been the guy that was like, OK, I'm just here to help. Like and like you would have been fine with that. But yeah. You know. Now, watch for all we know, he'll end up being like a major character in like Secret War or something. <laughs> we're all dismissing him and he'll end up being like he'll end up having like his own movie. You know, he turns into a villain. You know? I hope not. <laughs> uh, no. so, speaking of so, villains. Something I wanted to ask is, what did you guys think of Agatha Harkness and her motivations and how different she was from the comics and all that sort of stuff? Um, I mean, I have I have no previous knowledge of her from the comics. Um, in fact, yeah, like I I didn't know, um, you know, I was not clued into that that fact, even though that, you know, I didn't I didn't recognize, you know, the brooch that they showed in, in the first two episodes, which is pretty much the, the major and the, clue. And the name kind of meant nothing to you. And that sort of right. Thing. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, it was only because I decided like around episode five to listen to um, uh, the Vanity Fair people, uh, Joanna Robinson. Um, yeah. So that, like, oh, I, oh, they're they're what? what uh, still watching. Oh, OK, still watching. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. They're, they're, and a whole lot yeah. of people Googled it, I'm sure. After that. Right. So, <laughs> so a bit of a like brief, you know, like the the like super cliff notes version is like Agatha Harkness was a uh, Fantastic Four character who was like the nanny, and then like she the ended up being like oh yeah to their son, and then ended up being a witch right. from like the Salem days, and that, you know she's this like old lady, you know, wearing doilies and shit. 
and um <laughs> and and like she was sort of a kindly character that had like she's had some kind of all you know she's had some kind of antagonistic moments for the most part like i think she's she was a teacher for scarlet witch you know at one point so it, it is kind of a big twist but it's it's sort of you know they aged her down and they made her more sinister and i mean maybe she comes around and you know they're they're friends eventually who knows um in, in her very first appearance she was babysitting for Franklin and the Frightful Four attacked and took out the Fantastic Four. And she basically takes out the Frightful Four single-handedly with her powers like, and, what saves the the heck? and saves I the day. I wonder what, um, I wonder what, like, now the first appearance of Agatha Harkin, what, what's that comic book shot up for? It probably, yeah, it's probably worth a lot They more. always go up a little bit as soon as this stuff comes out and then they go back right. down. But um, I do, I do think it's a, uh, you know, I don't know, it's a, it's a character no one expected, which is good. But then when the reveal happened, you had all these people, oh, so where's Reed? Like, the Fantastic Four are here right. somewhere. And you're like, well, yeah. the, I don't really think that makes any sense. Yeah. But, uh, she did interact with Wanda in the comics, though. I mean, I know when, when she was going through the whole thing with the with the fake kids, um, she she helped out with that. I didn't read that, but I, I read about it. Yeah, so well, I mean, she, she was involved with Wanda in that story. She was line. kind of like a mentor and helping her with like her magic for like, you know, a long time in various periods. So like she was, she was like a friend and ally for a while of the Avengers. Um, but yeah, she had some, I, I do think she had some like arcs where she like turned and did weird shit. Um, but what do you I don't think of her motivations like here. Like, I feel like, you know, clearly her motivation here is she wants her, she wants Wanda's power. She wants all that power, but like, I don't know. I feel like there's no more. Like, what does she want the power for? What's she going to do with it? You know, it's like another well, one of those I like mean, villains whose only only villainy is I want to be more powerful so I can do stuff. They tried to establish like power for power's sake. Like, right. Which uh, I mean, when she was, um, you know, when her mom's coven or whatever was trying to like, you know, take her down and she was like, I, I'll be good. She's like, I just want to learn and teach me. And and like and then it didn't it seemed like she was, you know, running running a con on them. Right. Like then she stole right. all their power. Um so it seems like she she was pretty well into you know what she was doing and like this is like the ultimate power for a witch the way she described it is like oh my gosh like if I had your power I could do everything all the time like, and then what do you crazy. do with it <laughs> so why well why wouldn't you want it I mean she's been living all this time where doing what I mean I don't know but uh, but yeah if you're if you're her and you don't know about anyone else like you know on this level I mean she she name checks the Sorcerer Supreme. So like she kind of, you know, is living in that magical world, I guess, that we, you know, is like the underbelly of the MCU. So, you know, she knows, obviously, she's not the most powerful person around. So if you if you're hundreds of years old and you've probably done all the sort of things that we would do in a lifetime. Right. What's left, especially if you don't have, you know, uh, family or friends or people around. It's like, well, you know, I, I see a thing that will make me more powerful. I'll take the thing if I can. Um, it's not like the greatest motivation, but I also yeah, think I she didn't, she clearly didn't know for sure who or what Wanda was it. Like she sort of happened upon it. Yeah, and it that's why you curiosity see, she, at first. Yeah. She tests her. I think out of a sense of curiosity, how, what can she do? How powerful is she? Mm -hmm. um, what are the limits? You know, she pushes her to see, you know, where it goes um, before deciding like, all right, I'm going to reveal who I am and, and take your shit now that I've, you know, basically had my fun and she does it with a, with a banger of an introduction song. Right. It was a good introduction. <laughs> I'll say that. And of course the song, you got to love the song. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, which is trending, uh, Catherine Hahn. It's just like, just 
played that yeah, role. She, she's a great actress. Amazing, yeah, yeah. Um, Lots of memes. I just, I just feel like these days, comic book movies and TV shows and stuff have gone really far in trying to give the villains better motiva- motiva- motivations and backgrounds and and mo- and making them more complex than just I want power, you know, like. You know, yeah. I mean, originally in the comics, yeah. that's all you had. You know, you had your Doctor Dooms who just want to rule the world. And, you know, and even Lex Luthor just wanted to rule the world. You know, as time has gone on, they tried to update him and make him more like like Lex Luthor actually thinks that he's smarter than everyone else. And he would rule the world better because because he's smarter and he thinks that Superman and superheroes are a threat to our society because of all the destruction they can do, which is legitimate. Yeah, and because one of them could just go crazy and decide to take right. over at any moment. You know, and which so is, you know, not necessarily more... wrong. Right, exactly. They've tried yeah. to make them complex and realistic, like this is what a real person might actually do, as opposed to, I want power! <laughs> Although I but guess it, there's plenty it's, of that it's in the sort, Yeah, it sort of depends, because you've got, like, going back to, like, Spider-Man 2 with uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, like, you had kind of that complicated movie superhero character. Um, and then, you know, we've got Loki and we've got, um, I think that the MCU has brought in just, you know, a, a bunch of really great heroes that had good motivations that were tragic. Um, but then you've, you've got Red Skull, you've got, um, what was her name? Uh, Hela in Thor 3, like, but even, even Ultron kind of was a little complicated, had like the daddy issues thing going on and he was a robot. I guess so. I don't know. Um, I feel like it depends on whether they're wanting a villain to kind of carry the day. Like Loki kind of carried those movies, like, you know, not entirely, but like he did, he did a lot of work in those movies that you wouldn't have expected versus uh, with this, like they just wanted to spend their time on Wanda and her story and um, the reveal and like the twist and everything I think was kind of the, the issue here. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm assuming we're going to run into Agatha again. They've, they've clearly set that up and, you know, casting and yeah, I'm, I'm in glad the story and all that. Get rid of her. Yeah, I, I feel like that was one thing that always bothered me about superhero movies before the MCU is that, like, every villain just gets killed. You know, especially because <laughs> you hire a big name and it's a one-off. And, you know, and then they sort of stopped doing that. I mean, then you had, like, a, like Heath Ledger's Joker didn't get killed. And you're like, oh, he's going to come back for a great sequel. And then he died exactly. in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was There's like... Irony. Oh, I know. But but then, you know, they, they have these villains that extend through multiple movies. Like, again, like Loki's story is just like, I want to take over. I want to be the king. OK, well, I want to destroy Earth because I'm a bitter little, you know, you know, I'm a bitter little, you know, spoiled boy. And then he like sort of comes all the way around to like self-sacrifice and, um, you know, like you don't get time for that, you know, with with most of these movies. Right. You're right, but the, that's you know, the MCU's the done a show. fair bit of that. And you certainly expect more from a TV show. Like, I, I want more complex villains in a TV yeah. show because you've got the time. I mean, See, with her, you would have had to have the reveal earlier, I guess. Right, probably. They didn't have a lot of time to work on, on what she was doing, you know, in that torture basement. <laughs> Is it weird? So uh, my impression, I, I'd have to watch it again. I watched those last couple episodes twice, but um, my impression was that she just happened to live there and like Wanda showed up. Right. Like she didn't show no, up because Wanda was there. I, I can't imagine. I no, feel like I think she, she no, she flew in. Like when, when they yeah. show her during that, that song that they show her flying in. <laughs> Did um, that. Okay. So yeah, her she basement just, you know, looked like all like, you know, ancient and creepy. And right. Nice. She, said, Magic, yeah, so. she set that up after she got there, but you know, she had yeah. um, a little while to do that. 
she basically had free reign, but no one realized it. Right, exactly. So, but I mean, they they did a good fake with like her in in that scene with the uh, the Halloween episode where, you know, she runs into Vision and like it looks like she's like you know in the loop too, and you're like, oh my gosh. So you really didn't expect that, you know. Right. But of course she killed Sparky. <laughs> oh, I knew it. All along, I was onto her. <laughs> but uh, let's see. So we've really we've cool. covered we've we've covered the finale and the characters, and we've covered Weird Pietro, and kind of going forward what it means. Um, so I, I the last thing I probably want to talk about is sort of like the future of these shows. They've got a bunch of them announced mm-hmm. alongside the movies now. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is in like a week. Is it? Yeah, it's uh, uh, next, next Friday. Right. Yeah, it's it's coming it's coming fast. Two weeks two weeks after the first of the last of these. And right, for yeah. those who aren't listening, I don't know. What we can say now, you know, predictions or what we're expecting. I guess what we want to see. Uh, I don't. I I thought this was like five or six episodes, and this ended up being nine episodes. So I guess, you know, they they aren't really clear on some of that I stuff, and I don't I th- look it up a ton. I think that's so. six. I think it's six for. Is that one the shorter one? Falcon. I think so. For some reason, yeah. I thought it was was eight. Like I know, I know for like yeah. most of like the announcements, they just kind of like say like six as a placeholder, and then we'll get like an actual number. Right. Later. Um, I so like, I'm now did that with Mandalorian. It is six. Or two. It is okay. six. So. IMDb says that, and I remember reading it this morning, so. All right. <laughs> and thinking that like, wow, that's short. Fair enough. I yeah. mean, they obviously they had issues with COVID too, so. Right, and so hopefully that doesn't uh, affect the quality too much. I like the trailer looked like again, like this was probably a bit lower budget. I mean, obviously you have a lot of visual effects, uh, vision and shield and all that, the the hex itself. But you know, like if most of this stuff took place just in like a normal traditional house set. Right. Right. The first few episodes. <laughs> right. 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 You know, eventually this kind of goes off. Save but, your I mean, budget. The, the Save your for, budget uh, for the last episode. <laughs> right. The trailers for Falcon and Winter Soldier is like, you know, they're flying around, they're blowing stuff up. They're and you've got uh, you got John Walker looks like a football stadium is like the new Captain America. Someone's gonna explain what they did there. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting. It is interesting to me that it doesn't seem like either of them really wants the shield to like go out with the shield right now. You know, like Sam is kind of. He still looks to be in his his Falcon gear, and he's not carrying the shield around. He's like, I don't know if he's just practicing or he just doesn't feel like he's worthy to to wield it. And, I, and that's probably going to be the story is him, you know, fully embracing that. And then we have a new Captain America. Um, I mean, they don't have another mo- Avengers movie announced. Like, I don't think we'll get an Avengers like team up movie for no. a long time. But we we're gonna get all of these movies and shows with two or three or four or five or you know we'll get a Fantastic Four. We'll get all that stuff. Before we get into Avengers, right? Every you know, every kind of movie and show like coming out in Phase Four is is yeah, is, is multiple heroes in one. So it's not just like full solo movies because like you can't like you can't really do. I mean, there was you know, you saw how much happened with with WandaVision with people wanting like more people to to come in and and yeah, and even I was the same way where I you know I was hoping for a little more Doctor Strange tie-ins or whatever you know so that's always the issues with you know once you do all this world building you know well now it just right. becomes it becomes illogical not to have right. other characters show i up. mean if if a if one hero heroine has taken a town hostage 
you don't think anyone would have called any of the Avengers in for help? I mean, yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I feel like that that was the uh, the thing here is that like you know they were trying this this dude was obviously trying to keep it quiet you know with these agencies and you know because they thought they had it under control. But like I mean I think that was the thing Iron Man three came out and stuff was still sort of building and it was just past Avengers had just happened and they were like man Tony Stark's on the run in the middle of nowhere why isn't he calling Shield or somebody or, right and you're and you're like yeah I don't know like it is he didn't know who to trust and all that but it does yeah. seem weird that he you know had to rely on some kid to help him fix his suit you know but well I mean it, I mean that, isn't that the fundamental problem with the whole shared universe idea is I mean on some level it's good because it gives you the chance to do Avengers and Justice League and whatever. But on, on the other hand, if Joker has, has, you know, taken, taken Gotham hostage, why doesn't Superman just fly in and take him out? <laughs> yeah. See there, well, cause Superman can be everywhere in like five seconds, right. but you know, in the MCU it's a little different and they've, they've got politics here and the people are splintered and people are all over the place. It's definitely an issue that comes up in the MCU but to me, it's never as like I didn't in Iron Man three. I was like, whatever. Tony Stark is too pride, and he just wanted to handle his own shit. You know, um, I'm like, I can I can, you know, come up with a reason. But eventually you're like, yeah, friends got to show up. But you can you can always say, well, they were busy doing something else or, you know, to, to me, that's not too hard because people live their own lives. And, you know, don't don't necessarily pay pay attention, um, especially because you don't have like a central group organizing them as much. Do you? I mean. And not after what happened. So I guess on some level, though, you also don't want to have every movie be, well, here's why Ant-Man didn't come. Here's why. You know, like, right. I mean, right. that could get really stupid and boring. Occasionally too. they explain that. But like, I feel like the audience is like, we can just assume they were having another adventure that we don't need to know about or see. But you did have, I mean, the way they've done the MCU is that, well, there were technically four Avengers movies. But, you you know, Captain America 2 and 3 were Avengers movies. Um <laughs> you know Thor 3 you know like you know you got Hulk in there like they've you know I don't know they they find ways to, to write these stories that are supposedly about one thing yeah. and like you know it incorporates the larger world but my main question is you know what's next for Wanda obviously she's rumored to appear in the Doctor Strange sequel uh and that's probably going to have big implications for what's happening uh, going forward in the MCU but I mean, is that the kind of story where they could bring her children back and deal with all the consequences of this series? I don't really think so. Maybe. Well, it could just because, like, I mean, like, I expect there. I mean, yeah, the the one thing I was like hoping for, and because I thought it, I thought it was realistic, is just essentially like revealing the, you know, revealing the the main villain of of Doctor Strange too. Um, just uh-huh. because, right. just because I don't think it's just maybe it's be, Agatha. <laughs> like I just don't think it's it's only going to be Baron Mordo. Like I I assume oh, that they're not. they're bringing in some someone else to be the big bad and just yeah, yeah. like Mephisto made sense. To give you more time and I, and I do feel like uh, it's going to be one of those things where Doctor Strange had his own movie to himself and there was really not anything else going on in that. But I I do expect like this could be like a half Scarlet Witch movie. You know, I mean, like yeah, Thor, I, I Thor 3 was is. basically half of a Hulk movie. I mean, they spent a lot of time on Hulk in that movie. So, you know, um, but, you know, they just, they just don't tell us anything. We still got to see Black Widow. Things. I mean, I know, right? Well, right. Yeah. But that's that's going to be theoretically we self-contained. <laughs> yeah. And it's in the past. Yeah. That takes place in the five year gap, right? Yeah. Like halfway through it, essentially. And it's just like um, a fun jaunt off to Russia. For some reason, we still have no idea. 
Right. Well, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, the trailers are enough for her. She's essentially just trying to shut down the red room. Uh, that's pretty yeah. much it. And, and yeah, the, the, the one like lasting implication will be, you know, to give, to have Florence Pugh take over the mantle for future movies. Yeah. Which um, we'll see how that goes over. I mean, Florence Pugh is amazing. <laughs> like, no, no, I mean, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I'm saying, I don't, I'm just saying, with people, if they're gonna be like, oh, this is so, this feels cheap because you know she's dead, or because it's been too long, or I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to as to how the reaction's gonna be. I mean, I, I think it's, it's fine to to bring in new within, characters or to swap if, out roles. And, right. If you think about it, though, in five years, most of the Avengers will have been replaced. <laughs> Well, and I mean, they should be. I mean, I also am not opposed to them just recasting people. And, you know, like Thor should just keep going because he doesn't age. Like, I don't want to see them do, okay, well, now he's unworthy Thor and he's old. And he, you know, we're going to see what they do with Love and Thunder. But, um, you know, you can just recast people and and keep moving the shared universe forward, which is something they haven't had to do yet. But at some point, you know, maybe they'll want to bring Tony Stark in, in 20 years. Do you think they're going to, like, not have Tony Stark around? You know, I mean, he I appears know. in something. Oh, no, he appears in Black Widow. He's going to he's going to. I think I think cameo. There was a I don't know, a couple months ago, there was something saying he'd signed on for something else. You know, but yeah. like it's probably there have been like, rumors of that every month for the last you know, right. Since, but since th- they're died. speculating <laughs> that it's like he's going to be a hologram in Ironheart or, you know, in Armor Wars or something like that. He's going to he created a Jarvis version of himself or something. And he'll show up that way, you know, where he doesn't have to do much. And Robert Downey Jr. can still grace us with his presence, you know, <laughs> for sure. But, you know, that only goes on for so long. Right. And for as long also, as they want to pay him, too. I mean, <laughs> so developing. What'd you say? Josh? Sorry, it was that. I was too. Also, with how deep fakes are developing, you might not even need that to know that I'll put down each of you to be there. Well, but you still, you still have to have pay him. You still have to pay him. You get a sound alike, and it's more expensive than you probably think. But again, with like uh, like DC on their side, with like you know Justice League movies and stuff, you know, like if Batman's not working, a soup just recast him. You know, like yeah, you know, their their sure. universe is not as expansive, and they don't have timelines quite as much like uh, like the MCU has. It's less uh, less ambitious, but I mean, I don't think if at some point they decided like Steve Rogers wants to come back and he, you know, it's a different version or he found a way to because in the comic books, he gets old and then he gets his youth back and all that. Um, like they could just recast him with someone else that wanted to do the role and figure out a way to make the audience accept it. Uh, you know, but they've got so much other avenues to go down. I think it'll be a while before we get to that. Right, and and like with the announcements they have, basically what they what they've shown is that kind of like instead that they're they're mostly like passing mantles off, you know, with right. with Florence Pugh coming in for yeah. Black Widow, we got we got Ironheart coming in, and then we got you know Falcon taking over Captain America. Like that just seems to be the way the they're one, going right the now. What's curious diff- to me I, is um is Thor because um Natalie Portman's coming back after she right, did some even pretty some pretty like uh you know unkind shit about marvel and you thought she'd never come back they had to use like cg to get her into endgame um and she's going to be you know like you know she's going to be female thor but i think chris hemsworth is also still going to be thor so i don't really know what the right, plan yeah. going I forward mean, is there 
he's a special he's a different case just because his character didn't get good until just recently <laughs> you know with, with just like you know right, with, unlike right. iron man and captain america who They're were you know pretty much good from the jump and, and had good arcs yeah. you know that 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 were uh, and it was their time to like finish them you know they were at the right time where they could finish them up you know thor still has plenty that, that he could do I think also DC and Marvel are in very different positions because, you know, the modern age of DC, DC's movies, by the time that started, you know, we were on our what, like third or fourth Batman and our third <laughs> Superman. So like the concept of recasting them now is no big deal because I mean, yeah, like new takes, they're new not world, established, actors, you know, yeah. right. We've had, we've had how many Superman, but, but I feel like it's different in that, you know, the first Captain America movie was the definitive Captain America. I mean, I, I think most people would think that he is the definitive Captain America. And I think everyone would say that, that, you know, we have the definitive Tony Stark, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's a little different. So it's a little harder. So I think with that, they're having to go with the option. Like, I, I think if you were to just recast Tony Stark now, people, people wouldn't buy it and people would be pissed. But no, if he I mean, passes on the armor, but if he passes on the armor, right? Yeah. If they pass on the armor, then that that at least, you know, still honors him. And, you know, yeah. Even... And I mean, because like because War Machine can take on that role for a long time, right. um, you know, like Armor Wars is going to be a little weird without Tony. But like, you know, War Machine sort of doing that makes sense. And then, like I said, Ironheart. Um, but you, you definitely have room to do kind of like legacy callbacks of like we're going to recast Iron Man to show a story that happened you know, before Infinity War or, you know, like they can definitely do that where like this movie takes place a different period. I mean, because like Black Widow is doing that. Right. So mm -hmm. at, at some point, you know, that that could be an option for them to explore those stories. One thing I always hated, like um, and it, it feels like it's like the directors do it. I hated this about um, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy is like we get Batman Begins and then basically Dark Knight is very shortly afterwards. And, you know, we sort of see the evolution of the character. It's a great movie. And then he's like, he's running from, you know, he's, he's the villain. And then in Dark Knight Rises, they're like, well, after that night, Batman never showed up again and he quit. Basically, it's like Chris, Christopher Nolan being like, there were no stories with this character that I haven't shown you. Like, no one gets right. to play with my toys but me. Right. And I sort of, like, like fans hate that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you want to be able to imagine that something else happened with these there characters. Were, there were 20 other movies and 30 other comics in between. Right. And when <laughs> and when they show you that Wanda and Vision had this romance off screen and they've been and these teams have been, you know, trotting around the world after Civil War, you know, doing things kind of covertly um, in the years that we just didn't see. You're like, oh, my gosh, there's probably a whole, a whole bunch of stuff that happened in there. Right? right. Like they don't close it off for you. And I think that that helps. Uh, that helps grow your audience and, you know, it allows the, the imagination to take flight and people have head cannons and you know, all that. Plus you can set video games in there and comics and books and audio plays, right. and all sorts of fun stuff. You start building, you know, George Lucas, extended you universe. Start building your extended universe. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can always <laughs> just pretend it doesn't exist and you don't like it. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, with that, I think we've probably said just about all we're, we're going to say, unless you guys have anything else to add, um, any final thoughts on this show? Uh, well, that's probably about it. I actually, um, I will say something, uh, something I really enjoyed is, uh, uh, this, and this is back to the, the finale is kind of when the, the two battles like started happening. Like mm -hmm. I realized very quickly that, um, oh, if they're just going to like, just, you know, go back and forth and start punching each other or throwing magic at each other. It's going to be very boring. 
Um, and so I, th- I thought they did uh, a nice job with um, with the visions kind of having their their logic off, um, <laughs> and then um, Wanda kind of using the runes and doing stuff with that. So I I, appre- I appreciated the the way they went about um, the final battle and and those two things and making it something hmm. different as as that's that's something that you know it it was fine for you know our first kind of you know, main phase here of just how mostly everything just comes down to people punching each other in the end. But like, as time goes on, like, um, you know, they're going to have to get more, uh, creative, um, with stuff. And, and obviously, you know, it, it already started happening with, with the, the Russos mainly were very good at, at being creative, um, mm-hmm. with their actions. So I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to that where, uh, mm-hmm. I appreciated what they did with that. Well, I mean, I was actually surprised mm, to hear that yeah. some of you thought that the finale was disappointing. I mean, I I thought it was fine. I liked it. I mean, like I said, it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen, but I definitely enjoyed it and thought it was great. And and I didn't feel disappointed by it at all. Well, I think Kevin was saying too is like you know everybody, you know he was he was angry because like everybody thought you know like you know Galactus was going to show up or something, right? You know? And it's mm-hmm. just people just have these crazy expectations and it's like um, I call that anticipation. You know, when you go in well, expecting something and you don't get it, and you're disappointed yeah. when it's not like their fault. Like they never I mean, put so, sometimes that, you, know? you know look sometimes you go to the theater and you're like I'm here for Die Hard, you know, and like you've got a whole audience that's like I'm here to see I'm here to see Die Hard, man, and then you get like an hour of like you know, oh man, I'm getting old and like existential dread. And like I said, you're like, oh, this is very interesting work that Bruce Willis is doing. And then there's people that are like, oh, I'm into that or something. And everyone's like, why isn't he killing bad guys? You know, it just depends on what you're there for. And it's not for, you know, everything's not for everyone. So like, this is, this yeah. is a product that like, you know, I mean, you said, uh, David, like, you're like, I don't think I need to watch this again. I mean, I don't know if I would necessarily like, you know, come back to this over and over again. There are certainly bits I think that are, that are fun to watch, you know, have on the background, but at the same time, like you don't ever even need to watch all of this if it's not really your thing. You could probably watch half of it and get get you know the entirety of the message you need going forward for your next, you know, yeah, Captain just, Marvel or whatever. If you just start on episode four and just went from there, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and that's not to say that those those other episodes like you know aren't there's no value there because there's like I said there's great um, a great chance you know for. Uh, for, you know Elizabeth Olsen to choose the scenery, and, but uh, hell, you could probably start with six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you need the, the fourth episode, and then you could probably skip an episode or two, you know, if you wanted to do that. But uh, like, if you just wanted to be like, tell me what's happening, what do I need to know, you know? But they'll probably do, you know, uh, a twenty-minute recap or something that people could watch, you know, at some point if right. if all this is is that important. Well, remember they started they this need. whole they started this with those with the recap show. What was it? I forget the name of it. They called it. There was a recap show they did of of Vision. The Marvel Legends is like yeah, little they did shorts because the... they, they have oh, Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier now, where it's like a ten minute thing to be like reminding you who these people are, which is like Correct. yeah, instead of being like I'm gonna go watch three movies or four movies, like that's great because that it's like even when they do the like on a TV show that you know like what did I, I finished watching Supernatural the final season yeah. a couple months ago and like you know they have the before the episode thing and sometimes they'd be like remember this and i'm like oh that was four or five years ago i don't remember right. it they <laughs> yeah. show me two or three clips and i go oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and now i'm <laughs> now i'm here with the information you need to view this episode so it's just like little you know memory you know flags or whatever to, to kind of get you back on board so i mean then who has time to rewatch all this stuff i mean you know i mean you could 
and I, yeah. I love re- I mean there are movies I watch every year it's just there's every year there's more and more and more and more stuff coming out so either just, you just yeah, there's, ignore there's all of it there's too much great television you, out there to you, watch everything yeah. 12 times like I used yeah, to yeah yeah it, it used to be you know there was five shows on TV that people cared about and you know you just you know recycle the stuff you loved but um I just want to know when we're getting you know. the next mini series about Ralph Boner, the actor, <laughs> Pietro, <laughs> Pietro. He's got to have his own spinoff. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, thank you for Amber, who's uh, already had to leave. And uh, does anybody have anything coming up? Any any podcasts that are uh, out or about to be out that they'd like to uh, like to promote? Well. Like I said, um, there's It's a Sin, which is a show that's also on HBO Plus and was originally on on Channel 4 about a bunch of people, a bunch of gay men coming together in London during the AIDS crisis. Um, bring tissues, a trigger warning to anyone who lived through that era, but, uh, but it's amazingly well done and we talked about it. And Jock, who's here, was on that and that should be out any time now. And also our ongoing Witcher reread, first read, or both series, um, which you're on, Adam, and a bunch of others is coming out soon. We have actually a few episodes coming up of that already to go. So Yeah, The Witcher shall continue, uh, Lord of the Rings. We've got um, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter is, we're probably going to move We've got move a lot of time for that, reading so. during yeah. during these days <laughs> yeah. join join us for the book club join us in the discord uh, if you want to chat it's always fun in there so while we're waiting for a certain other book to read but that's another what other book <laughs> a song what of patiently waiting. waiting for forever <laughs> yeah i mean there's so much other stuff to keep us busy and it's just it's good to chat with all you guys especially uh especially during you know with the covid lockdowns and kind of the way the whole world's gone um, and the video chats have been fun too, just kind of hanging out and playing games and and all that. So yeah, it's good. So come jo- come join us on the Discord. There are links and probably links in this post or something somewhere if you want to come hang out. But uh, thank you, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Thanks Adam. Adam. <laughs> thank you very much, Adam. <laughs>